0: Just... Hey!
1: What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode, a brand new season of Take Back Your Crown podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Crown, and I am so excited to be back for another season. It is 2021, and there are a lot of changes going on around the world within my own life, and a lot of my creative vision and direction for the life I want to live has shifted over the course of this last year, but most recently in this last month, to be honest. And this new season will hopefully start to be some sort of reflection of that. So for this new season, I'm so excited because I have decided to implement and take on Some guests to talk about different things. And today we have my first guest ever, Vanessa Davis. Vanessa and I actually lived together about four years ago after our Disney College program. And through the time living together, we actually were not that close. We didn't really bond over anything. We just, didn't really socialize that much either but over time our paths seem to have reconnected and vanessa reached out to me on instagram saying she loved my content and things i share about personal development health and fitness and we started to bond and reconnect over that So originally, I was going to do a solo first episode back, but I felt really inspired and connected to Vanessa, and I wanted to invite her to talk about her own personal development, the things she's learned on her own journey, and how to sort of balance and cultivate the duality within her own self, as well as my own self and what I've learned, And we want to talk about the toxicity of the mantra, New Year, New Me, as well as the tools we have used throughout our journey to grow into the level of ascension that we are today. So without further ado, just sit back, relax, and enjoy. 2021. Yes. I at this still point, not, like, I don't feel like, I don't know. I feel like we're still in 2020.
0: I know what you mean. It's more, I mean, just like what we're going to like talk about, it's just like a mindset shift yeah. at a certain point. I mean, but I understand why it feels like 2020 still because it was really long and traumatic and a lot happened so of course like you're like oh we made it to another year like what do you mean it's been yeah this year exactly
1: for so long. I definitely feel like for me this uh this last year has been it's been crazy you know like I kind of lost my job and everything like that but <laughs> Through it all, like I have been blessed for this year, like I grew a lot as a person. And I think I was forced to kind of, since we were forced into like isolation and being away from everyone, you had no choice but to like be with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I really had to kind of just sit with myself day in and day out and deal with all the all the trauma, all this stuff I wasn't healing or still avoiding within mm-hmm. me, like, I had no choice but to face those certain emotions because I had, like, no one else to, like, go to as, like, a distraction to avoid mm-hmm. that or sought out validation or comfort in other people.
0: Really, that quote that's basically, like, you have to go through it to, like, not get over it I don't know how to end it properly but you have to really go through things you can't just skip over the healing process like in that moment well it was longer than a moment it was a few months like in that time you had no choice so you had to go through it you can just skip over it like if there was no lockdown you would probably still be able to do the same things you were doing beforehand so right. that wouldn't yeah. even help you be as productive So that's great but I mean it's just it's a, there's, there's been so much to reflect on because there has, has been so much loss and you kind of have that distrust to a certain extent is the best way to put it. So it makes you really reflect on what's important in your life, who's in your life, the things that you're doing, the habits you have, because everything really changed. So you had more time to reflect on that.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Cause I was just going to say like, we were all forced, you know, a lot of people like, me and a lot of my friends and stuff lost their jobs mm-hmm. um, and different things like that. And I think it really shifted people into a better perspective of like, well, I can't see my family, so I need to appreciate them more. You know, life's more than just a job, more than money. And um, when I would go to the store and the chances that I got, um, mm-hmm you notice like the the baking aisles the arts and crafts aisles like everything you could possibly do like hobbies and you know people started going outside more and enjoying fresh air and I think it really shifted people into a mindset of there's more to life than you know money and there's Mm -hmm. more to life than
0: a material thing yeah it's like it's been beautiful like I have been working more like on my like friendship bracelets like you know with embroidery string. These oh are, like, yeah, I that, love like, that. <laughs> we did them like as a kid. Like we were like whatever, 8 years old right. and then I made them like all through high school truthfully. But I kind of stopped and then so it's like these activities that you used to do, used to find enjoyment, they kept you occupied when you really didn't have other things to do. Like if we were at camp or whatever, like they're like, "Okay, go ahead and make this." So, I'm like late on the wave. But I got a bike for Christmas. That's like a oh, huge no blessing. But I when the beginning of the pandemic happened, bikes were sold out at all. Everywhere. Stores. So people were like, We really need to get moving, we need to get out of these four walls, and how are we going to do it safely?
1: That I I feel like the pandemic almost forced us into doing things that we used to do as kids. As kids or as mm-hmm. teenagers when we had more free time to do so mm-hmm. um, and you know with the pandemic all of a sudden we had all this free time so my days would be spent writing like I write a lot I'm a huge writer and I do write daily still so, like every morning I try and journal mm-hmm. but for a while I I kind of took a break from it because it was just like um, tired from work or like I'm not in the mood to write like I want to write but don't physically want to move my hands and true, I just um, you know with the COVID and everything I sat down every day and I just wrote and wrote and wrote and it was just it was a really good feeling like it took me back to just my teenage years when I would just write all these short stories and poems and just it It's a good way for me to express how I'm feeling a lot. Yeah. So when I wasn't journaling as much, I think my mindset took a little setback because I wasn't truly expressing my emotions in the way I was used to.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like, I mean, one of the, um, that's just kind of those things I do every day too, just like in my life overall, trying to get those feelings out of my head because if I keep them, in my head it's not going to be as productive as if I get them down on paper and then at least when I get them down on paper I'm able to kind of think about them more logically because it's not just in my head
1: so just getting it
0: out and making sure that I'm able to reflect I've gotten so many journals this year like new ones but so I have not been able to fill them all yet I'm still just breaking on one but I'm glad I have like two more to back up a healthy way to express yourself
1: and um Over the course of this last year, especially, like, I learned how to really put out my emotions and feel them and validate them and then release them. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that kind of coincides with what we're talking about. Like, I I do want to talk about the new year, new me um, situation. And with that, with um, the new year, new me, I remember years ago i would actually say that and i said that like every single year and when i would say that i would want to eliminate like past situations past emotions past experiences that i've had because i i was trying to like tune them out in a way i mm-hmm. just wanted to cut out the negativity and move forward rather than understand the lessons and growth that were given to me in those moments and yeah. take what i learned to move forward And like to really
0: feel them because you weren't really feeling them. You were just like, okay, new year, new me, we're going to feel completely different. But in reality, you needed to feel those things at the time. Right,
1: exactly. So um, before we fully talk about the new year, new me, you can go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: My name is Vanessa. For the past couple of years now, I've been focusing A lot on personal development, but in reality, there's a lot of nature mixed in, um, spirituality. I work with my oracle cards and my crystals. Um, Like Taylor, we're both from up the north, and it's definitely a different lifestyle, a faster lifestyle. I don't know if you would agree with me on that, but moving down to Florida has just changed my outlook on life and my mindset. So being able to experience the beach, focusing a lot more on listening to podcasts like this audiobooks and I really just want people that I interact with just to understand that they are able to create the life that they love and also just do activities that really are good for them but also make them happy so just sharing information about that and my whole mindset is in an age of like influencers I really want to inspire people to live their best life and finesse their life because it's really a game
1: I love that Um, that is definitely kind of a very similar perspective I have gained. And that's, I was just talking to someone the other day and I was like, I want to use my platform to just grow and help. I I don't want to be on there just to like show how great my life is. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the important things that matter with healing, with the law of attraction and how you can really, like attract the life you want, create the life you want. And it's all to do with that mindset shift and that inner healing that
0: you have to do. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I love what you are working on. And I love seeing all the people you interact with and the activities you do. So it is definitely inspiring.
1: Oh, thank you. So welcome. Thank you. Um, so like, what are, are your thoughts on the new year new, knew me like mantra um did you ever like say that did it work for you did you find different pros and cons or did you just find cons yeah I mean I
0: feel like I never put a lot of stock in it to be completely honest and what's funny and what I wanted to share with you is that you know how on Facebook those like the Facebook memories 10 years ago um, so, 2010, I think I posted something like, You don't need to wait for a new year to be a new you. Like, so this is me, like, <laughs> literally doing, talking about what we're talking about right now. So, for, that's a pro. Like, someone like me who loves working in my planner and keeping track of things in that way, having that new year to turn that page is a great start. So, that's a motivation. I understand why people po- focus on that, but I really don't want people just to wait until that new year to start implementing habits. So yeah, it gives an excuse to procrastinate to a certain extent. And I want people to know you can wake up tomorrow and start doing something that will make you feel good.
1: Yes, I totally agree. And I feel like that's often um, used in more of a, I want to say diet, healthier lifestyle, True. like working out and Uh, that's where I noticed it the most is people wait for that sort of thing. And I used to be that sort of person Mm -hmm. where I, you know, let's say I ate like complete crap the one day. And then I was like, well, like, it's too late now. So I'm just gonna start tomorrow. And tomorrow never came because I would just have one bad thing or what I thought was bad because I believe food is fuel. in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. But um, I would have that like snack that I would binge eat so much. And then I would be like, well, you know what the day the entire day is ruined. And I think with uh, diet working out, but also in general, people think like, okay, I had a bad moment of my day. So the whole day is gone. And I can't change the next five minutes and I I used to do that all the time it's like I would dig myself into this deeper hole Mm -hmm. because I thought well you know I acted so impulsively I regret what I did like I feel guilty in what I did but it's too late now so I'm gonna stay in this same state of mind for the rest of the day and hopefully tomorrow will be better and because I already convinced myself that was my mindset tomorrow was doing the exact same thing over
0: again yeah and you know what I mean people do that for a year of their life you're talking about just like a day but some people will do that for like an entire year so that's why that new year new mindset isn't necessarily beneficial it's like okay just start now make that change now and even though I feel that way I still have made lists of like resolutions So even though I feel like people shouldn't wait, I still do want to make that chapter in my life defined, if that makes sense.
1: Right. So No, I agree. Well, I think just like we talked about before, the importance of reflection Mm -hmm. and um, taking the experiences you've had to fuel even better ones for this new year. I wrote out just like, I reflected on this last year and I reflected on situations where I didn't necessarily act to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. Some mistakes I've made or some lessons that the universe put me through that I had to learn and grow from. And I really reflected on how I grew from them and, like, made note on how to grow even further into the future. Like, I already have... This last year really created a morning routine where I wake up super early, I try and stay off my phone for like the first hour of the day. Um, I, you know, journal, I read personal development, I'll listen to a podcast um, and then I'll like stretch and then go work out. Mm-hmm. But this year, I'm really planning on like implementing more meditation into my routine and more yoga and different things that like even fuel my gr- growth even
0: further. Yeah, that's I don't we probably will talk about morning routines in depth, but meditation has definitely been a life changer for me and the reason why 2020. Didn't, you know, completely break me truthfully having that time in the morning to be able to meditate and reflect on the day I'm going to have like an absolute game changer.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's, um, meditation is a harder practice. Like Mm -hmm. when you're first starting out, you don't even realize how hard it is truly to just sit with yourself Mm -hmm. And just focus on your breathing and focus on releasing tension and letting go. Cause your mind likes to wander yes. and it's so hard to just be present with yourself. And, um, I definitely, I got into meditation a lot towards the beginning of 2020 It was really rough with me with a very toxic relationship mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, I had to really heal from that and grow from that. So I would say, you know, probably from like March until June, every day was filled with tears, to be honest. But honestly, if it didn't happen like that, I wouldn't have come to this place yeah. of growth where I am right yeah. now.
0: No, I mean, that's beautiful that you were, were able to recognize it now and you're able to share it because other people probably wouldn't be able to do that but clearly you've grown and that's that's the thing and i mean that so do you feel like meditation helped you move through that i feel like
1: yeah it was definitely a combination of everything Mm -hmm. because so the whole like new year new me and like tossing out the like past versions of yourself and past experiences and all that i think for me, meditation and like journaling really helped me find the balance and duality within myself mm-hmm. and understanding that, okay, this is like, I react this way to certain situations, but that's valid and that's okay. Cause that's me. That's who I am. And if someone else finds that irrational, like they can't really judge me for that. Cause this is just who I am. And I feel like when I would say the new year, new me mantra, I would just like, you know, want to cut out the way I acted for certain things. I remember, cause I'm a very, like, I'm a very giving person. Mm-hmm. I'm a very loving person and I love very hard. Mm-hmm. Else. So when that like love, that energy was never reciprocated, I would always like every year I would be like, you know what? Like, uh, I- I'm done with this. I'm not being like this type of person anymore. And, um, I would just try and throw out who I am rather than with my new ideas, kind of like a new year, better you. True. That's kind of my mantra. So this year I learned rather than like, I know I get hurt a lot because I am this loving person, but I'm not going to stop being a loving person because that's who I am. Instead, I'm going to learn how to feel what I feel and put up those boundaries to where I'm respecting myself more in that emotion Mm -hmm. and understanding that's who I am. I'm not going to toss it out just because I've been hurt because I'm that way, if that makes sense. No,
0: it does, for sure. And you have to recognize that even though you are that type of person, You can still work with it and make it work for you. You don't have to completely change who you are.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Totally. That you said 10 years ago. I know. I can't believe it.
0: And that was even before knowing what we would want to to talk about or anything like that. So I thought that was super funny that, again, 16 year old Vanessa felt that way. (laughs) So crazy. I feel like, though, a lot of those
1: memories that pop up because there have been moments do you ever feel like I know this is kind of like a little tangent but do you ever feel that like your younger self like knew the direction you were headed before you even realized it if that makes Mm -hmm. sense because like I remember a few I want to say a few years ago a memory popped up on Facebook and it was just like can't wait to move to Florida. I had never been here before. I had never even thought about moving to Florida. I was just like, oh,
0: can't mm-hmm. wait. And then like, here I am. I feel like some of the activities that I would do in high school reflected the things that I'm interested in now. Absolutely. So I still yeah. have, I can have continued with that. For example, being on the morning show in high school and like the TV broadcast, I was an anchor. So even though I'm not anchoring on a news station, I'm still using Instagram as a platform and feeling comfortable public speaking. And then things like choir, of course, have always been involved with music and performance. So to a certain extent, I'm I'm just kind of honing in on that craft and getting better at it. But I've never predicted something like you've predicted in terms of saying, I can't wait to move to Florida.
1: It's, it's crazy. Um, I know this is like a whole different tangent. But I mean, I'm sure you can relate with getting more into like spirituality and meditation and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my intuition is crazy. Sometimes like I predict stuff, and I don't even know how.
0: But that makes sense. I think with small things like law of attraction, just saying, I remember last week, I was like, I hope my parents make like salad and chicken and they that's super random i know but then i end up seeing them like two days later and that's what they prepared so it's kind of just having these small thoughts like make me laugh yeah because that's exactly what they had so i'm like i manifested it and we i take small examples like this as like okay vanessa you know that you can manifest something small like this you really need to put work into what you really want in terms of like your career and the type of life that you want to live not just small things like right. a salad and chicken,
1: yeah, <laughs> and I think that's um, because I know, like, honestly, I feel like, as a society and like with our generation and even the generation below us, I feel like the concept of law of attraction and manifestation and all of that are really coming to mm-hmm. light, and people are understanding more about it and more um dealing with their past trauma and and inner healing and stuff like that but i i think people kind of miss the point of like manifestation sometimes is they're like oh like i can do this but then like won't put the work towards it and you have to yeah it's just like um you know, like you can't just wish for something to happen. Like you have to put in the work for it as well. Like as long as you have like that positive outlook and deal with the the healing you need to do and shift your mindset and put like positive action towards what you want, that's when like the real big stuff starts to starts to manifest. Yes, exactly. Um, do you think society taught us a certain like I guess um certain things about personal development do you think it's just like you know some people are so focused on promoting that they do personal development without actually doing personal
0: development if that I makes sense mean. I think we we see a lot of finished products it's like we see that end point like okay but you're not really showing me how to do it. If that makes sense, you don't, they're not showing us the work that it takes to get to the point where you feel comfortable enough to share about your journey. So I think we just see a lot of like in an age of celebrity, like you see just people living this luxurious life, but that's not the reality for so many other people. So, right. It's just like a highlight reel. That's all it is. It's not really teaching you what to do. It's just a highlight, of that.
1: yeah, and I, I feel like, um, almost society adds this pressure, like, of you should be doing mm-hmm. this rather than how to do it, like
0: you've said. Um, our, I hate to say things like our generation because it does sound so corny, but it's just it's right, like, yeah, it is what it is at this point, and I think I see my parents and my aunts and uncles they do talk about the work that they've done and how much effort it takes, but we really kind of just want to show the finished product, have that facade, not really be real with people, but it's just important to be honest. Like that's what a people in the personal development space really need to do is be truthful. And I think I appreciate people more when they show sides of themselves where they aren't necessarily doing their best.
1: Right. I think that's important. And I, I think that is, Something, like, we are getting better at is showing our vulnerability Mm -hmm. because I I think we're all at a place where we realize, like, these emotions and past traumas, like, we need to work through them. Mm -hmm. And it's not, like, personal development does not happen overnight. Like, obviously, I have probably been on my, like, I guess, spiritual journey. I, like, started awakening really towards the... Towards the middle of us living together was when just, like, stuff hit the fan Mm -hmm. for me. And then, you know, life has a way of as soon as you, like, pick yourself back up from something, it, like, comes crashing down ten times harder. And that's not, like, that's not to say life isn't fair. It's just doing that to push you even further into your growth and ascend more. And I'm sure you've
0: experienced something similar. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, for me, it's just learning about myself, of course, but it really came on my own terms. So just going back to, again, like with society, like they're not able to pinpoint our own individual experiences. So we can't see exactly what we should be doing with the things that we're experiencing because we are all different. But for me, it definitely was kind of just being down and being on my own, living in Florida, I was kind of, like, seeing someone, and they ghosted me, like, out of the blue, like, uh, totally random, so that kind mm-hmm. of was, like, a eye-opening, like, okay, what am I doing here, like, okay, you can't really rely on anybody else right now, like, how are you going to grow as a person from this point forward? So that's kind of what, I don't want to say it jump-started it, because I think that just graduating college and moving to Florida is kind of what jump started that healing process and journey for me, but that definitely kicked into high gear. Yeah,
1: I feel like actually I had a very similar experience with that. Uh, Obviously, I think moving to Florida, you know, you don't know Mm -hmm. anyone. You're new to a state, and after, like, the college program and everything, and then everyone leaves, and then you're stuck with like all the people you were close to left. So you're forced on your own. And I had my like toxic relationship actually was about on and off for three and a half years or so. And it was kind of a very similar concept is he would just up and block me whenever he wanted. And I was like, I don't want to say I was dumb. I was naive enough that I kept like, I just was so convinced that I love this person. And every time I was like blocked or ghosted by him, and we were like in an off period, I had all this time to myself to really reflect and I would heal another part of me. Um, So then when he was like the catalyst, I would say, because then I would heal and then he would come back into my life, and then stuff would hit the fan again, and then I would have to heal more in depth until I realized, like he actually lives down the street from me now. Wow, that's a, yeah, <laughs> but,
0: that's, that's strong. Yeah, it,
1: it's wild. Yeah, and because we were, um we were still seeing each other. With last year, we ran into each other started seeing each other for a few months and then he dropped the ball and was like oh I'm seeing someone new and I was just like what you just told Mm -hmm. me you loved me like I Mm -hmm. don't understand so then I was I was just forced I was like really heartbroken over it and I was forced to do all that meditation that inner reflection so that definitely was a catalyst for like my growth I'm sure you know like how people just reflect and project different things that you need to heal within yourself and um he definitely projected like you know you don't need another person to uh be happy and that's a lot of the things I faced like my trauma was a lot of codependency and anxious attachment Mm -hmm. styles. and like the fact that he kept
0: coming back like it just showed that you really needed to like understand it and heal from it like
1: yeah and now it's like no I don't yes, want you exactly. back And <laughs> it's like please leave with all that um through like you know your process your awakening and everything like that and um you obviously learned a lot about yourself a lot of growth and stuff so like how did you adapt to this growth and like how did you learn to better nurture yourself because I know we talked about a lot of like emotional stuff so how did you learn how to yeah. really fully validate like
0: your emotions and for sure so the, the daily habit like I mentioned of meditation to absolutely change my life for the better um, I recently did the whole wake up in the morning and not use my phone for about I tried three hours. I think that was a little too much, but I'm going to take your advice in terms of one hour. Um, for me, audiobooks and podcasts, I, you mentioned your codependent like attachment style. I think for me, it helped mm-hmm. part, like, when I have anxiety and things. Having someone to listen to, whether it be with an audiobook or a podcast, helps me. And plus, I'm learning something while listening to someone talk. So just being able to learn, I have to say like I listen to a podcast or an audiobook at least once a day. Um, we talked about music and choir. All right now with the pandemic, I'm missing singing with the choir that I'm in so much, but I just can't rationalize going to rehearsals at this point. But before the pandemic, music was so helpful in performing and keeping a schedule. So it's important for me to make schedules and lists of the things that I need to accomplish, like daily, weekly, and monthly, because it gives me peace of mind. Because I'm at least able to see things in front of me, I'm able to read them and have more of a handle on it. So those are those are my methods, and we talked about journaling as well. So I think that's why, like people like us, journal right. because we're constantly on a journey and. We need to keep track of it, and we recognize that it's not going to just be one day. Like one day isn't going to change us. We need to make an effort each day with those feelings.
1: Right. Yeah, that's awesome. That's very, very similar to um, my routine. I know I, I cannot stress this enough, but journaling definitely was probably my number one mm-hmm. healing tool that in running because um, I would get super anxious. So I would just run it out. And that's how I went from hating running mm-hmm. to loving running because I would run like yeah. a maniac. <laughs> but um, I think through like, journaling, I, you know, as we've talked about before, i learned to better nurture my own emotions. And before with the codependent and anxious attachment styles, you're often like looking for someone else to comfort and validate you. And um, I started coming to this point when like, I was forced, like we were all forced into isolation, where I would ask myself, you know, what would my friend or family member or X, Y, and Z say to me to help me through this? And instead of looking for that in someone else, how can I look for that within myself? What can I do that nurtures me? And like if I need a friend, like what would my friends say? Like what relationship advice would Mm -hmm. I be given? Like, how can I do that for myself? And I think that's an important part of the personal development journey is learning how can I do this for myself rather than seek it in another person and I started doing towards the towards the beginning of quarantine because at least we're lucky to where we live in Florida so the weather was always nice to be outside (laughs) um yeah I would go crazy if I was like trapped inside with snow. (laughs) But um, I started doing a thing where I would take myself on little sunset dates. And I would just like, yeah, grab my journal, grab like a snack, bring my AirPods, listen to some music or a podcast and just journal out and write down like, my dreams, my ambitions, like different things. And then I would start to really recognize like, who I was like, I would write out like my likes dislikes what I like to do my favorite movies just little things we don't even think about because
0: we're so like like always
1: yeah and like we get caught up with like our own friends and our own families and connecting with them which is great but like half the time I feel like we don't even realize
0: what we Mm -hmm. like to do ourselves it's you really have to be self-aware to grow and i think that's how what we have to try yes. to attempt to do every year but like you really need to always be learning and growing but to in order to do that being self-aware and knowing your likes and dislikes and also how you want to navigate life that's where you're going to be successful if you, you know yourself
1: right I think, yeah, that is so important is I, and I think that's where like meditation and journaling Mm -hmm. really come into play because you're learning how to become more mindful and present. I think the important thing is like understanding Mm -hmm. the why Mm -hmm. you do things. And I'm actually reading a book
0: called, um, start with why I I saw that you posted that and I looked at my class syllabus for next quarter and we have to study it. So I'm excited now. Yes. Um, really? That's so crazy because this
1: girl I, I follow and connect with on Instagram. She posted to her story the one day and she got that book mm-hmm. and another book and they were the exact same two yeah, I just got in the right. mail. And I was like, that is so wild. Those Time are like, blog. yeah. Yeah, literally. Because the other one I got was 15 invaluable laws of growth, I think by John Maxwell. And then um, that one was good. This one is really good. I'm only on chapter six, right now, but it start with why and it's just focusing on just like, like leadership and stuff like that but it really talks about like people aren't concerned with the what or the how they're concerned with why you do it like if you're like an example he gave today it was like you know if you're on a date with this guy who's like good looking and has a good job and stuff but then you go into the date and he's just like I'm rich I'm wealthy I know celebrities this and that like you're not gonna want a second date with him. Because like, yeah, that's awesome that he does all that. But why does he do it? And then he took that example, and he flipped it. And he was just like, Oh, like, I do this, because I love what I do. I get to wake up every morning and inspire people and make a difference. And that's where you just really tune into like yeah your purpose and like just life and being present with yourself is understanding the why
0: you feel this way why and that's what we should share with people why people too rather than yeah you said the celebrity aspect of it we need to let people know why we want to help people because we need help from others and we want to help others too i mean i think i'm being general i'm generalizing but still so, I know,
1: like, we also talked about just the different emotions mm-hmm. within us, um, for sure. And it's it's constantly a battle of, like, a you versus yeah. you mentality. Like, your ego and your higher self basically just fighting, like, I'm not worth it. And then your higher self mm-hmm. is like, shut up, you are. <laughs> like, Um, so how have you learned to accept kind of all parts of you rather than just like,
0: yeah, um, for me, it's just been a matter of understanding that I don't want to be anybody else but me, if if that makes sense, I would not want to be in anyone else's shoes, I would not want to have anyone else's brain or body. So once I kind of understood that I was like, okay, I can work with this. The good parts and the bad parts that like you need to understand that, right? that like you have to love yourself and you're like, okay, I, I'm a dope person. I'm capable of so much. And with that, you do have your biggest critic, but you're also your biggest cheerleader. And then you're also your biggest confidant. And you're also kind of talking to yourself and giving yourself pep talks. But you have to continue to have that conversation with yourself. Um, I heard about this on one of my favorite podcast hosts. Sahara Rose's podcast she, you do the, the two little voices like the oh you're not good enough oh shut up like she names those people like so you're I like I think okay, I've heard ho- about that you've heard like, of that okay and I thought that was so smart like I thought that was like the coolest thing really intuitive so that's how I accepted those parts by naming them and I'm like okay positive poly is giving that pep talk, like I have, like, I, I change them from time to time. Truthfully, I know some people are very consistent and name those names or name those voices, but like, you have like the negative Nancy, of course. Right. Um, and like, if I get judgment, I have like judgment, judgy Jessica, <laughs> you have just make it catchy, right? And know that, yeah, they're a part of you, but at the end of the day, Vanessa is the one that's the cheerleader and knows that she can really get through what she needs to.
1: Wow, I love that. I I think I've heard of someone else doing that, and I thought that was just such a good thing. Um, yeah. Because it, also, unique. yeah, and also if you look at it, like you know those, um, like those sayings where it's just like, would you ever say the word you say to yourself to a friend? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. would you ever? look at your friend dead in the eye and say like you're ugly and you're not worth it no the biggest lesson I've learned this last year is how to be my own cheerleader and best friend and learning that like no I'm gonna root for me like I need to mm-hmm. root for me and that's where I think affirmations have also really helped me to I left that out but yeah I do gratitude and affirmations when I journal every single morning because they do really um they trick your subconscious mind that's like what it is like even if you don't believe it the more you say it the more you start to believe it and you start mm-hmm. embodying
0: that energy What are some of the ones that you use like on a day-to-day basis that you write
1: For affirmations I Every day I write um, that I'm beautiful, I'm worthy, I am loved. And then I always say, like, I'm attracting things for my highest good. I I say that, that, like, um, life isn't happening to me. It's happening for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I also love to say I'm being divinely guided and supported um and things that are meant for me will not pass me is definitely one one of my biggest ones is like when I feel like my life's chaotic and everything's going south I always do try and to remind myself that I am like divinely supported and being guided and then also that the things that are truly meant for me will not pass me. I will not have to chase. I will only attract what's meant for me. If I have to chase it, it doesn't want to be caught and it's not meant for me. Mm-hmm. I oh, love
0: those. Thank those you. Are very, very, what like, about you? Mine are like way simpler now that, and I don't write them, but they're definitely ones that I've run through my mind constantly. Anytime I feel anxious, um, so safe, sh- safe, secure, and protected. I love that. So I just say it over and over again. Like, if I feel like, okay, you're new. Sometimes you're in the car and you're driving, there's traffic, and you're just a little bit stressed out. Yeah. Safe, secure, protected. If you feel, like, nervous about a grade. Like, I use school examples because I'm in school. Safe, secure, protected. Like, you know, nothing bad's going to happen to you as long as you believe that you're safe. Right. Um. And then also just to kind of motivate me in the career space, but also with health, like healthy, wealthy, wise, they're kind of easy to remember. And that's why yeah. I like say them all the time. So healthy, wealthy, wise, always, because it's important to have my health, wealth comes to me and you're trying to have that attractive mindset and also wise, just having knowledge and being able to make good decisions.
1: That's right. where the wise comes from. I love that. I think that is simple and that's that's just like a healthy mantra just to like repeat that um and honestly like I've recently well actually a lot of my TikTok for you page is a lot of spiritual and self-love type of stuff and a lot Mm -hmm. of them are very simple mantras like that um to help you attract more love and light into your life and I think it's it's just so important to say them because you don't even realize like how much of a difference like the days I may have you know just had like you know a rough night or something and I wake up late or something and I forget to do them Mm -hmm. I feel that
0: and you yeah like you said your mind your subconscious mind knows
1: Yeah. And like affirmations are such a simple and positive way to nurture yourself and nurture your being. And it is the best way to shut out, you know, judgment, Jessica and Mm -hmm. uh, negative Nancy, like it's the easiest way. With all of this, I know it was kind of jumping from tangent to tangent um how do you think all of this kind of really relates to the concept of new year new me Mm
0: -hmm. i think it relates in it it, because you'll never be like that new you that you want to be until like you accept who you are currently so just take that growth in that next chapter you want to go into just recognize that you're going to be that person you're you are right now. You're going to have that same mindset. You're going to have that same mind. So just start doing the work on yourself right now. Right. Oh my
1: God. I love that. Like I was just thinking that. (laughs)
0: It's like, you are that person you want to be. It's just, it's going to take work and like dedication and discipline. Like it's not just, Oh, I want it. Like, so it's tough. It's not easy. I think it's like society like, Oh, everything's going to work out. Yeah. But you also have to work hard and understand that. Yeah. It takes effort.
1: I definitely think like um the biggest thing I've learned too is with the whole new year new me, it's it's like this um pressure from society and to be positive all the time. Mm-hmm. And I used yeah. to develop that mindset is when I wasn't because growing up like I had anxiety and depression that I dealt with a lot and I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to shut out all my negative thoughts with this new year. I'm just going to be positive all the time. And that's just as toxic as being negative all the time. And, And that's where it's just like you have to find that balance and that duality in order to better yourselves and grow. Just like you said, like in order to be better, in order to become a better version of yourself you have to like who you are now Mm -hmm. and like nothing will come to you until you accept all parts of you and I think learning to um also be the most authentic raw version of yourself and understand that it's okay to not be okay it's okay to have emotions and embracing your raw beauty rather than trying to hide from certain things within you because That's why I say, you know, the things meant for you won't pass you like, Mm -hmm. I remember being so afraid of showing myself in like, let's say newer relationships, Mm -hmm. I would be so afraid to show certain parts of me out of fear of that person leaving. Or, like, me not being good enough. Yeah. So, I I just, that's why I go back to that affirmation, like, what's meant for me will not pass me. If I am my full self and people stick around, that's because they're meant to be there. Like, if they Mm -hmm. leave, that's because they're not meant to be there. They're meant to show me something within myself that I need to address. Or they're just,
0: you know, another lesson along the way. Yeah, and that's, like, just you trusting yourself. That's you having faith in yourself. Right. That, the things that are in your life are there for a reason. So. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't not trust yourself because how are you going to trust other people?
1: Exactly. No words for it. Almost like you just have to believe in yourself. You have to love yourself first in order to, you know, like the saying, like, oh, you can't love another until you love yourself, and it's so true. Like, how mm-hmm. are you supposed to give that love to someone else when you don't even have it within yourself? Mm-hmm. So um, kind of wrapping up a bit, what's like a piece of advice you would share with someone trying to better themselves or, you know, believing that they have to ditch certain part of themselves to be better or grow or like just what's any sort of advice you would give to someone looking to grow?
0: Yeah, I think it's important It's just to reflect on what you have accomplished because that p- Maybe the parts of yourself that you want to ditch and get rid of, like that's that person is what got you to where you are. So you're always going to become wiser each and every day. And I wish people kind of just appreciated how hard they've worked in the past to get to where they are currently. So just recognize where you are and then take all the lessons you've learned to keep going and keep pushing. So but you really just need to recognize that we're all winging it. Some people maybe yeah. have more privilege than others and that's important to recognize, but you really do need to know that the effort that you put in it's not going to go unrewarded. So right. especially after a year like this and like the loss that I've experienced personally, like you, every day you wake up, it's a blessing. So if you if you don't I'm like stuttering right now because like it's important to me, but you're not promised to wake up tomorrow to open your eyes. So if you're feeling bogged down with all of the new year's resolution noise, remember that you need to be thankful for every day that you can have and that you get, not just every year. Right.
1: Yeah. One of the best quotes I ever heard is um, that, you know, like if you wake up another day, the world isn't finished with you yet. Mm -hmm. Like you still have so much growth, so much, potential is waiting for you. And there is this, you know, societal pressure, this timeline that they put us on. So you think like, if you hit this certain age, and you're not doing what you want to be doing, like you're unsuccessful. And I think it's so important to just push past that concept and stop the comparison and like looking at people's social medias and see how far along other people are Because your journey is so much different than theirs. And that's what makes it like a beautiful life is everyone's journey is different. Everyone's perception of things are different. And everyone's life lessons that they have to learn in this lifetime are going to be different. So I definitely
0: agree with you on that. It's important that we have these conversations and we share this because a couple years ago, I definitely needed it and didn't know. So I'm thankful that you... Wanted to talk to me, and we've been able to speak. It's it's important that we are able to share this information. Yeah, of
1: course, I agree. That's why I do stuff like this, because even if it doesn't necessarily like blow up, like I'm not in it for like fame or fortune or anything like that. Like I truly just want it to reach the right people, Mm -hmm. um, in hopes that it makes some sort of impact. Because you don't even realize like the smallest phrase you may say that you think has no meaning may change someone else's entire world Mm -hmm. stick with them so thank you so much for being on the show though i would love to talk more sometime yes absolutely and not like a podcast setting i guess (laughs) yeah for sure feel free to connect with me on Instagram and I've been loving the content you've been sharing too. So I'll be adding it to like the episode notes so people can follow your journey as well.
0: Perfect. So you all can find me on Instagram at I am Vanessa Davis. I share lifestyle content, but also look to inspire people with information about personal development, spirituality, nature, and beauty. So if you follow me after listening to this podcast, definitely send me a DM And thank you so much for having me, Taylor.
1: Of course. And thank you so much, Vanessa, for being a part of my first episode back. I hope you all took away something from this conversation. If you're looking to follow more of my journey or Vanessa's, you can go ahead and follow her on Instagram. It will be in the description box. You can also go follow my Instagram that will also be linked below.